Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect clear skies tonight, a low in the upper 30s. Your forecast coming up in minutes. The city of Cookville has lifted a burn ban issued more than a month ago. Fire Chief Daryl Blair said normal operations will resume after the city received a little more than an inch of rain on Monday. Well, we just go back to normal operations with burning permits. People still need to be aware you know, what they're burning, how they're burning. They still call the same number to get permits, and it's just like it's always been. Wind's got to be under 10 miles an hour. If it's over that, we will not issue them on a daily basis. So, you know, it's just back to normal operations. Fire department officials in Baxter and Gainesboro also lifted citywide burn bans today. Cumberland County firemen will soon have extended protection from new air packs. County Mayor Alan Foster said the county received a $571,600 assistance to firefighters grant to purchase the equipment. Their air packs are expiring. There's a lifespan to those. We've done the, uh, the upgrades and the maintenance to keep them as long as we can, but they're actually expiring. And we're replacing a little less than 100 of them, and this grant came through to help us out with that, and it's a 10% match, so that's really going to help Cumberland County out and our volunteer fire department. The county budgeted for the full grant amount in the case that it didn't come through. Foster said some of that funding can now be used to provide firemen with additional resources. The Putnam County Commission voted Monday to purchase 187 acres surrounding Tennessee Avenue. County Mayor Randy Porter says the property will eventually house a new fairgrounds and other facilities. I started this three and a half years ago uh, with some other property and the commission wanting to, to look at uh, relocating the fairgrounds. Now it's turned into a possible expo center, possible new location for school bus garage, county highway department and quite a bit of property that are probably left for future expansions of those facilities or adding other facilities. So I think uh, the options are endless right now with this amount of property for us to have. Commissioners voted 21-2 to to give Porter authority to move forward with purchasing the property for a little more than $5 billion. District 5 Commissioner Terry Randolph voted against the motion along with District 4 Commissioner Teresa Taze. Two Cannon County residents died during a two-vehicle crash near Woodbury this morning. Officials with the Tennessee Highway Patrol identified the deceased as 21-year-old Jonathan Holland and 19-year-old Johnny Kennedy. Crash happened on Highway 53 as Holland traveled southbound in a 2004 Mazda. A THP crash report said Holland's vehicle crossed the center line and collided head-on with a Jeep Cherokee driven by 21-year-old Kendra Maynard of Reddyville. Officials identified Kennedy and 19-year-old Brady Anderson of Cornelius, Georgia as a passenger of Holland's Mazda. Maynard and Anderson suffered injuries during the crash. Residents have a chance to get rid of used or unwanted medications during Saturday's National Drug Tape Back event. Drop-off locations will be stationed at a number of Putnam County businesses. A list of those drop-off locations can be found on our website. Putnam County Commissioners voted 21-2 to Monday night to purchase 187 acres of property surrounding Tennessee Avenue. County Mayor Randy Porter said that property will eventually house a new fairgrounds or expo center. It could also be home to a new bus garage and the highway department's new facility. Other uses as well, but Porter said he ultimately sees the decision to purchase that property as a way to spearhead the growth on Tennessee Avenue. 
Absolutely. It normally takes uh, one project to spark growth on a new interchange. I think this will be that spark. And I say in the next 10 years, you probably won't know that area down there around the fifth interchange with all the growth that you're going to see. That's my that's my guess. You, you talk about this all the time, but the way you work with the city, it's a great relationship. This, this seems to me that this is also going to benefit the city of Cookville a little bit. Well, absolutely. We work together great as a team with the city of Cookville. They're looking for a place to put a new fire station. We're looking for a place to put a new ambulance headquarters. Uh, it, it's going to it's going to spur that growth on the fifth interchange. Uh, so I think it's a win-win for both the city, the county, and the citizens. Some people may ask, you know, why spend five million dollars on property when you're trying to do a jail expansion? You're you're in the process of building a new school. What would be your response to someone who, who may have that argument? We have a lot of needs in the county. We're a growing county. I don't think we can fixate on just one issue. I think we have to be addressing multiple issues at a time. The buying of this property is going to sell the other property, so the proceeds are going to pay for this property. The jail is very important. Uh, we're going to have an addition to it. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, justice Center, schools. I think we're all working together on all those issues, and I think this is something, though, that a, a lot of the citizens, I've had very few people that were against this. Most people are for it because they want to see a large enough venue that we can bring events in like some of the other counties, like Wilson County has, and uh, brings in sales tax dollars and hotel moto tax and all those good things uh, come with it when we do that. The property will cost a little more than $5 million. Any decisions to sell the current fairgrounds property on South Jefferson Avenue and the current school bus garage and highway department property will have to be made by the county commission at a later date.